better health for everybody, every day. Transforming lives, three minutes at a time. Listen up. This is your daily health tip from The Good Company. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to today's health tip. It's Melissa Hall Klepacki. I hope this finds you well. Today, I want to touch on Lyme disease, really just the basics. What is it? How do you get it? And how can it affect you? Lyme disease is the fastest growing infectious bacterial disease in the U.S. Mostly it's known for being transmitted by ticks, but in recent times they've found that mosquitoes, biting flies, spiders, uh, they can all give you Lyme disease. These ticks are also most often carried by both deer and white-footed mice. And we can talk about how to mitigate that um, in an upcoming episode. Um, although many people think of Lyme disease as an East Coast disease, it originated in Lyme, Connecticut. And FYI, it's spelled L-Y-M-E, and it's not Lyme's disease, it's Lyme disease. Um, it's now found throughout the United States. It's in um, all 50 of the states and in almost every country in the world. One in three ticks in New England, in the Northeast of the U.S., uh, are carrying a tick-borne disease. And when I say tick-borne disease, Lyme disease comes from a bacteria called Borrelia burgdorferi, but more than half the patients that are sick with Lyme disease show signs of a co-infection, meaning that tick bite, whatever toxins were in that tick, as they bite you, they actually spew toxins into your bloodstream. The most common one is that Borrelia burgdorferi that causes Lyme disease. However, there are other diseases known as Babesia, Bartonella, Mycoplasma, Ehrlichia, Anaplasmosis, Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever, to name a few. All of those can be transmitted at the same time. It's very difficult to test for Lyme disease because once it's in your blood, it looks for a place to hide. The shape of the Borrelia burgdorferi bacteria is a corkscrew, and as it travels through your bloodstream looking for a safe place to hide, it burrows, it twists in, and then can lay dormant for years. So once it's out of your bloodstream, it's very hard to test for it, um, and each of those uh, other infections, the Babesia, the Bartonella, they all require a separate test. And they each require a separate treatment. So you see how tricky Lyme disease can be. But if you get a summer flu, it's different now in the times of this pandemic, but um, we used to say a hallmark of Lyme disease, number one is a bullseye rash around where you have been bit, whether you have a tick on you still, or you just notice the bullseye rash, which is a circle surrounded by some white skin, surrounded by another circle of red. So red and white like a bullseye. That is a hallmark. That means you go to the doctor and ask for antibiotics. And we'll get into a little bit of that in, a, in an upcoming episode. But a lot of people who suffer with that bullseye rash or maybe don't have it but have just been infected also feel very fluish. It lingers. Um, you'll notice there's not a lot of flu in your area at, at the time. You don't know anyone who's been sick and you just don't feel right. However, there are also a many other ways that Lyme manifests in the body and many other symptoms that it could be. So that's the basics. That's what Lyme disease is. That's how you get it. You get it from a 
uh, deer tick that is often carried by deer and white-footed mice, though it's very common here on the east coast of the United States. It is in most countries. It is in all states. Um, very difficult to diagnose. Very easy to prevent. We're going to talk about that next episode. Send this to somebody that you know that uh, might have Lyme disease. Share it with a pal. Sharing is caring. I'll see you next time.